Well, it's about that time, the right time, CBT time, changed by truth time. And I'm your host, Minister DK, and I'm excited to be here with you again in the presence, the spirit, and the joy of God to share with you something that you can hear that preferably by the power of God is going to change your insight about what it is that you carry on the inside of you. Hey, listen, people of God, you know, I got to do this. I got to ask you this question. And the question I want to ask you is this. Can God stand on what you said? One more time, because I need you to get this in your spirit today. Can God stand on what you said? Many times in life, uh, in my own opinion, a lot of us who are believers and who love God and who have pledged our life to God, we go through a life, if we're honest, never seeing the proof of our faith in God. And many of the times, the reason why, and this is going to be what this episode is about, the reason why we don't get the chance to see the proof, the manifestation, the reality of the God that we serve is because God can't stand on what you have said. You got to catch what I'm saying. What comes out of your mouth that has come from your heart through faith gives God the opportunity to stand in a place that you have prepared for him. So open your heart, your faith, and your ears. God's got a message and a blessing for you that's going to change your life. God bless you. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to CBT, People of God, Changed by Truth. I'm your host, like I said, Minister DK, and this is going to be a great, great, great episode. Um, I first want to give thanks and um, a shout out to a neighbor that stays in my neighborhood who this testimony in this episode is about. Um, Ms. Shanika Rawlins, I thank you for um, allowing me the opportunity to experience God with you. And, and so I dedicate this episode to you. Um, God bless you. God bless you. And God bless you. So let me get praying so we can get started. Father, I thank you for the time to share the word of God and the power of God with the people of God who listen and who expect you to be God in their life. As every believer listens to this episode, God, let something be stirred up in them that is like nothing else they've experienced. Let their heart listen to your word and let it give a testimony to you, their spirit, God, that you are still God and there is none above you. We give you glory, honor. Now let this word, God, be an excitement and a faith builder for the people of God that listen in the name of Jesus. Amen. and Amen. Well, people of God, I told you what comes out of your mouth is important. Um, I can't say it no clearer than that. What comes out of your mouth is important because now God has to stand on what you say. Um, I guess to open up, the question would be is how valuable is the word in your spirit? Did you think about that for a minute? How valuable is the word in your spirit? Now, I could have said to you, how valuable are your thoughts how valuable is your opinion? 
how valuable are the facts that you have gained since you've been in the world? Um, how valuable are your ideas? But I didn't say that. The question I asked you is how valuable is the word that's in your spirit? Many of the times, um, the most dangerous thing, and I told my son this the other day, I said, son, the greatest distraction in life is life. You got to catch this. The greatest distraction in life is life. And he asked me the question, what do you mean by that? Because it seemed like an oxymoron because God gave us life to live the life. So how can the life God gave us be lived if it's a distraction from us living the life that God gave us to live? I know that's a lot, but listen to what I'm saying. Scripture says that whoever keeps his life then loses his life. And whoever gives up his life for Christ's sake, he then finds his life. What lets you know that there are two lives in the experience of you living in this earth. One life you've known all your life. That is the life that you have known since you were from kindergarten up to this very current day. All the things you've been through, all the schooling you've been through, all the people, the friends, the disappointments, the birthdays, the graduations, all of the upsets, the funerals, the weddings, the child birthing and having children. All of this thing that is consumed with life is what we know to be life. And we have had many words that have expressed our emotions concerning our experience in the earth. Hallelujah. But the reality of it is that we have many words and ideas and thoughts and inclinations about our experience in the earth that we share with people every day. If you have a bad day, you tell somebody the day ain't going good for me. If you just won the lottery, you're excited and you tell people this is the best day I've ever had. And so we express a lot of those things. And the truth of it is the expression and your feelings about what you've experienced in life does not move God because God understands your life in this life because he is the author and the finisher of your faith. None of the words that we use from day to day really give God no glory if we're not mindful of what we say. Hallelujah. I'm going to say that one more time. None of the words that we express in this lifetime from day to day truly and really give God no glory, no authority, or no right to move in your life. It's only when you speak from that other life that you uh, receive for giving up the life that you're in control of that you see God. Do you catch what I said? He that keeps his life loses it. But he who gives up his life, sacrifice for Christ's sake, purpose, then he finds his life. It's in the life that you find in God that you receive a whole new language. You receive a whole new faith. You receive the eyes of faith and trust and belief in God. It is when you live in that life that you find in Christ, that you become one with Christ. And only till you become one with Christ will you learn how to speak the God language. <laughs> oh, glory to Jesus. 
It's the God language that the Holy Ghost is waiting to hear. It's the God language that God is forever familiar with. It's the God language, uh, God, that rebukes demons. It's the God language that causes cancer to dry up. It's the God language that causes you to create new atmospheres for the glory of God to move in, in your life. The God language is the language that's found in the life that you receive from Christ. And with that said, now I need you to now think about how much manifestation of God have you seen in your life and how much life have you seen in your life? Because God, I tell you, he's waiting now to reveal the God in you. When you now give God something to stand on. Um, whew, glory to Jesus. In, in this life, people of God, um, we have to come to a point where we don't care anymore. Where we really uh, believe what God says. And I'll be honest with you, believing what God says is going to create issues for you in that first life that you keep. The Bible says that the flesh and the spirit war against each other. That means they're in constant battle because they have two objectives. They have two, two plans. They have two purposes in life. One is to promote life in God. The other one is to promote life for your own will, which ends up to be nothing. Let's just keep it frank. Um, there's a story that um, I want to read to you that's going to create now the foundation from which we're going to talk about concerning um, this episode. It is found, uh, glory to God, in the New Testament and I just want to read this to you. It's, it's a story about Peter healing a beggar. Bible says one day Peter and John were walking up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now, a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple called Beautiful. Where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. Then Peter said, look at us. One more time, Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, when the man was looking at him, Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have, I give you in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, walk. And then Peter took the man's hand and his ankles were strengthened and the man jumped up like he was 17 years old and began to dance and praise God and give God glory. And people saw a man that had been lame since birth up on his feet now. Watch this. When you have not walked and you've been lame your whole life, your muscles are degenerate and they are they are malnutrition and they're weak. They can't even hold the weight of your body. But when this man now. Received what Peter 
gave him. His legs, his ankles, the Bible says, was strengthened and he got up and he jumped around and gave God praise. The question that I want to ask you is what gave him the power to get up and praise God? And what now gave Peter the authority to produce God in his manifestation in this miracle that took place? Let me give it to you another way. The man that was lame couldn't have stood up unless the foundation that was laid was correct. Many of the times in our life as people of God, we, we do not see God do what God needs to do in our life because of what we say. God's not going to stand on anything. He's not going to stand on your ideas, your thoughts, your emotions, your 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 uh, PowerPoints. Um, this day and time in many of churches um, and, and I'm, I'm one that was convicted about this. A lot of times the people of God need to see the move of God um, in uh, the house of God. But a lot of the times we are emotional in church and we see things um, and we hear a lot of verbiage and a lot of words, but we very seldom ever see the manifestation and the wind of God move in the sanctuary, in the service, mainly because a lot of what's being preached are ideas, are thoughts, are examples we're preaching things from other people's lives. We're preaching quotes from other philosophies. We're preaching commercials. We're preaching movies. And I have been a, a victim of that. I have done that myself until God began to um, reveal to me that I need you to lay a foundation that I can stand on. Because people of God need the power of God. When you lay a foundation for God to stand on, it simply means that you've now said something that God can recognize in his word. And not that you just said it, but you said it in pure faith. There's a young lady that lives in my neighborhood and I did not know her. And I was walking about two weeks ago and I was walking through my neighborhood praying and just listening to my gospel music. And I saw her in uh, her yard and I waved at her and she threw her hand up. And so something told me to turn around. I turned around and I walked up in the driveway and I began to converse with her. As I was talking with her, we was talking about coming out of COVID and what COVID had done. And she was telling me that COVID left her with a very bad uh lung disorder that's the best way i can say it and that it got so bad until she couldn't walk about five or six steps before she was out of breath now she got covid but she got over covid but two three months later she was left in this condition because of covid wasn't bronchitis they didn't know what it was and she proceeded to tell me that uh her job realized that she was now under um, the distress of this physical and health situation. So they cut her hours from working 10 hours to four hours. And so now she's in an issue where her income is not there. And she stays by herself and 
she was just in the position saying that, you know, she'd been here for a little while now. She hadn't gotten used to it. And as she was talking to me, people of God, I looked at her and I just said, God, this is sad. And, and um, she was talking. And when she got finished talking, I walked up to her. Looking at her. Bible says that Peter looked at the man straightway, straight at him. I looked now, now. I didn't know what I was doing when I did this. I would love to say that I'm so super spiritual that I was doing what the scripture says, but that was not the case. I just looked at her. I, I caught her attention and I looked at her and I walked up to her. And I extended my hand to her to shake her hand. And she looked at my hand first and she didn't know what I was doing because I hadn't said anything. And then I said, I want to shake your hand. And she got up and she came over and she shook my hand. This is the very next thing that came out of my mouth. I said, all that I have, I give unto you. And that's all I said. And she didn't know what I meant. She looked like, is he crazy? And she just smiled and she said, yes, sir. I thank you for that. And I said, yes, ma'am. She proceeded to tell me that she had to go to the doctor next week and maybe she'd get some good news. And I said, I believe you will. Put my headphones on, turn around, start walking again. And I let it be. It'd be about three weeks later. I was walking again and I walked back past her. I said, how you doing? She said, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I said, OK. And I walked in the yard and she came to the mailbox. and We began to talk and I have forgotten the situation. I said, how are you doing with your health? She said, it's a lot better. I said, well, praise God. And that was the conversation I began. I said, well, let me get my walk in before it rains. And she said, you mean to tell me you're not even going to ask me what happened? I said, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I turned around because I was embarrassed. I said, what happened? She said, you know, the day that we shook hands and you said, all I have, I give unto you. Uh, the next day, and that was on a Thursday, the next day, Friday, I went to work. And when I went to work, she said, I got sick as a dog. I got so sick as a dog until they had to call the rescue squad to my job to get me. And, you know, I'm feeling bad because I'm like, Lord, have mercy. Lord, she is she is she is she is she connecting me to this situation? And she said they took her to the doctor and they got her there and they took stats and everything. And. They literally, the doctor came in and put him, took a chest x-ray, took chest x-ray. Doctor came in and put it up on the, the little board that puts the light behind the x-ray so they can see it. And he showed her the x-ray that she had taken before she got sick. And there was like a black basketball shadow over both her lungs. But this time when they took the x-ray when she got sick, it looked like it had exploded, she said, into thousands of splinters, like something had exploded, whatever it was, in her lungs. And she said, the doctor said, I don't know what happened, but it's going away. She said she began to cry and she felt better. And they gave her some little medication to, to help her out. She went home and she proceeded to tell me that I don't know what took place, but Guess what? I said, what? She said, I'm back to work in eight hours a day. She said, now I work eight hours, but I'm a little, a little winded when I get home, but I can work eight hours. I'm not working four no more. And I said, praise God. And she was looking at me and she said, I know what happened. I don't understand it because she wasn't a super spiritual person. And I said to her, I don't know what happened either, but I know it was God. 
And I thought about that thing, people of God, as I walked back home, I got excited and could feel the heat of God all over me. The Lord is looking for people who will give God a foundation that he can stand on. Did you hear what I'm saying? He's looking for people that will give him a foundation that he can stand on. One time Jesus was talking and, and he said to the people of God, he said, listen, he gave them this answer. He said, verily, verily, truly, I say unto you, the son can do nothing by himself. He only does what he sees the father, watch this, doing. Because whatever the Whatever the father does, the son also does. If we just learn to speak God language, God language is the word of God. When I grabbed her hand and said, all I have, I give unto you. No, I didn't say silver and gold because I don't have silver and gold. But I said, all I have, I give unto you. The reality of it is, is that many of us, we think we possess a lot. We think we own a lot and we have acquired a lot and we, we, we lay claim to a lot. But the truth of it is, all the things you lay claim and you hold and you call yours are the very reason why God cannot do what God does. Peter said, all I have, I give unto you. A real woman or a man of God who loves God comes to the revelation that the foundation that we move in is Jesus Christ. We own nothing but him because he owns us. He prayed one more time in the garden. He said, Father, make them and eyes one as you and I are one. You own nothing when you want to see the glory of God. You own nothing when you want to see the power of God. You own nothing in life but his spirit. I told her all I have I give unto thee. I didn't give her my education. I didn't give her my thoughts. I didn't give her my experience. I didn't even know this woman. But God honored the handshake because the handshake was familiar because the handshake is what Peter extended to this beggar. God honored the fact that Peter said, all I have, I give unto you. He honored the fact that I said, all I have, I give unto you. Let me tell you something. When your God language matches a situation, the Bible says what is has already been and what already has been will be again. You can move in the power of God when you speak the foundation that has already been laid for you. I've been seeing this lady ever since then, and she waves me when I ride by her house with both hands because she's excited that she's experienced now something that will never leave her mind and her eyes and her heart and her faith. And that is she's experienced now God standing in her life. Look, people of God, hear what I'm saying. We have to move in a place. And I thank God because we're in the season of the watch. He says the son does nothing except for what he sees the father doing. You have to be able to watch and pray. Watch mean look to see what God is doing in his word, what he has done in his word, and then bring that same foundation into current time. Let's watch him. 
Because if you know the word of God, you've already know what God has done. If you know the word of God, you've already seen miracles done in the word of God. If you know the word of God, you believe the word of God and you're not ashamed now to be an imitator of Christ. We are to be imitators of him. This is why you don't need people telling you how to maximize your faith. If you read the word of God, your faith has already been maximized. It's already been anointed through what's already been before. You have no idea when I got ready to walk away from this lady, she said, mm, you're not even going to ask me what happened. That means that she was excited to tell me what she believed happened. That means that whatever happened between our handshake, uh, our handshake two weeks ago, she knew it was something to do with that situation. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't get excited in church. I get excited in God. I don't give shouts in church. I give shouts in the spirit. When you learn people of God, and I need you to hear me now, when you learn to shout in your spirit, the Bible says that walls fall down. Demons are scattered a thousand ways. I see so many people shouting in the house of God and running and they do it every Sunday. Things stay the same. But people have walls and they have issues and they have proclivities and they have they have things around them out here. But we can't get the people of God to shout outside the church. We can get them to pray, P-R-A-Y, in the church, but we can't get them to pray, P-R-E-Y, which means to go after, to pursue outside of the church. Oh, if you're going to be drunk, be drunk in the power and the spirit of God. Give God something he can stand on. Because watch this. The more you see the manifestation of God, the more addicted you become to the word of God. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. So look, people of God, in closing, think about what you say before you say it. Think about what you say. Because a child of God should be now doing what the Father has already done. A child of God should be speaking that which has already been said. If you want to know what real prophecy is, it's already written. Just say it again. All I have, I give unto thee. And in the measure of faith that she grabbed my hand, in the same measure of faith that the beggar grabbed Peter's hand, the Bible says that his ankles were strengthened. And the very moment that she grabbed my hand, I believe angelic hosts begin to deal and breathe in her lungs. And watch this. And the result of her getting better, she got worse first. Because God now has to let you know when he's there. He has to let you know that he's on your side. He's fighting on your behalf. And because of the disturbance at her job, because of the disturbance in her body, because of the disturbance that the rescue squad had to come get her, she knew now that God was standing so he could get glorified. Father, I bless you and give your praise right now. I thank you for the people that are listening. I pray they listen, God, and understand 
that this faith walk, the manifestation of your spirit, the tenderness God of your breath is real and it's true. Bless the, the hearer God to speak that which has already been spoken and to do that which is waiting to be done because it's already been done in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, people of God, I try to keep it short and sweet. Remember this. The son only does what he sees the father doing, which means it's active. It means it's present. It's mean that which means it's happening right now. The son only does that when you learn to do what's been written. God can come and manifest his presence because his word is good to stand on. His word is good to build on. His word is good to believe on. His word is good to trust on his word. His whole throne and the kingdom of God is backed behind his word. And when you learn, watch this, when you learn to speak his word, you now have taken on the life that is in Christ and you are learning to speak the God language. Hallelujah. Well, listen, until we meet again, until we talk again, be blessed. Be truly blessed. Open your spiritual eyes. Get in that word and read that word. Get it in your spirit. And when you take off to complete your day and to talk to neighbors and go places, do what God is doing. And you will see that God will manifest his presence because you have given him something to stand on. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you, and God bless you, people of God. Well, people of God, that's it. That's the word. That's the excitement. That's the glory of God. I just want you to understand something as you listen to the season of the watch. You've got to know the God that you claim that you have. And not only do you have to know the God that you claim that you have, but you have to be able to produce the God that you claim that you have. This is why when Jesus says, the son does nothing except for what he sees the father doing. Notice he didn't say the son does what somebody tells him to do. The son does what somebody thinks he should do. The, the son even does what he what he thinks he has the right to do. He says the son only does that which he sees the father doing. You got to get in your position, people of God, and open your life and begin to speak that God language. Only the God language can build the foundation of the kingdom of God so God can manifest his glory. If you say you have a father, you can take me to him and I can meet him and you can we can sit down and we can eat. If you say you have a spiritual father and the Lord is your spiritual father, same application. You should be able to take someone to him or even better than that, you should be able to introduce God to somebody in the manifestation of his power. Think about it. Why serve a God that you can't manifest his power and his promises in? So, again, 
Until we meet again, people of God, be excited in the power of God, in the power of his strength. For God is waiting for you to speak the God language. God bless you.